Good afternoon. It's April the 18th, 2020 on a pretty Saturday afternoon. Mom, how are you today? I'm great. I'm looking here. I'm I'm sitting, sitting here looking out at this beautiful sunshine. Yes, I love coming over to your home because uh, your backyard is so beautiful, and to have that beautiful view of the golf course is just wonderful. Yes, we try to keep it up so that uh, everyone can admire my yard. My children do, and 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 I need to have it pretty for them to play in. Well, they love playing in it, and so do all of our little puppies. Yes, they do. I love to watch them. They're just they're just so playful and and have a lot of fun. Tomorrow, uh, when I come over, I'm going to probably bring uh, Blue Ridge Page and Fox because your yard will be. Um, more dry. It rained last night, so it'll be dry and they can get out there and play. Yeah, it poured down. I mean, it rained and rained, but it doesn't look it now. It just looks beautiful. If it's okay with you today, I would like to talk about my best friend growing up. Her name was Rhonda. Yes, I love Rhonda, so I'd be glad to talk with you about her. I said her name was Rhonda. It still is Rhonda. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. Well, uh, you know, when I first met Rhonda, I was uh, eight, year, nine years old, and she was 10 years old, and I was out in the front yard, and a car pulled up, and her parents got out, and she got out of the car, and I noticed this kid I'd never seen before that had curly hair and glasses, and she kind of walked over to where I was at in my yard on the sidewalk, and she looked at me, and she said, Hi, my name's Rhonda. And I said, well, hello, Rhonda. My name's Billy. Yeah, I remember that. She was a, she was a real pretty girl. Little girl. Yes, and um, I, I asked Rhonda, I said, well, what grade are you in? She said, do you know I'm going to be your next-door neighbor? And I said, really? I said, well, um, what grade are you in? And she said, well, um, she told me what grade she was going to be in. And I thought, I said, well, you're one year ahead of me. And she said, uh, yes, I am. I said, well, i tell you what, Rhonda, I'm going to graduate with you. <laughs> and she started laughing, and she said, Billy, you can't, you can't graduate with me. You're a year behind me. I said, oh, yes, I will. Oh, boy, you did, too. You graduated uh, right with her. I did. I skipped a year in high school, and uh, I kept my promise to Rhonda. But we had so much fun. Rhonda used to love to come over and play. We'd play in the yard. Our yards, uh, you know, joined together. We'd play in the front. We'd play in the back. I remember playing all kinds of ball with Rhonda, and we we also would, uh, we'd pick the neighbor's grapes and get behind this wall and sit back there with a big bowl of them and eat them. Yeah, I remember that. You really enjoyed those grapes. We would eat those grapes till we had a tummy ache. Yes, you would. You just, And you'd have that all over your mouth when you come in the, come in the house. And my clothes. Yes, and your clothes. You'd have to clean up when you got inside because you looked like a little grape. Well, it never bothered you. You had you had plenty of tide to take care of those grapes. Oh, yeah. I, I had plenty of washing powder and stuff to take care of it. You know, something else I remember about growing up with Rhonda, uh, we had so much fun. I mean... We would walk to the store together. We had a shortcut everywhere. We had a shortcut to school, a shortcut to the store, a shortcut to go play. And um, I remember that uh, uh, Rhonda and I, we just, you know, we did every single thing together. She would come over every Saturday, too, 
and you and Dad would be making, usually you guys made hot dogs on Saturday, remember? Yes, we did. We'd cook out and, and make hot dogs and hamburgers, and he loved to cook out. And I never did like the hot dogs, so you always made me chili buns. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like hot dogs either. I, I eat chili buns. And then on Sundays, Daddy would make his famous spaghetti. Oh, yeah, he had to have spaghetti on Sunday. Rhonda said, I love it weekends. She said, I love eating at your house on weekends. Yes, she did. She she never missed any that I know of. You know, um, one of the coolest things that Rhonda and I used to do, our bedrooms just happened to be right beside of each other. So we didn't even really call each other much. We keep our bedroom windows up. And we'd holler at each other, and we'd talk. And I remember you all would come in there, and I'd be hanging halfway out the window talking to Rhonda, and she'd be halfway hanging out her window. And you guys and her parents would always tell us to go to bed. Yes, we'd say, you get get in here and go to bed and put that window down. And finally, you'd come on in and go to bed. It was just so much fun with her uh, to do those kind of things. People would never do something like that now. They would text or email uh, she and I would ride bicycles from daylight to dark. I know. I hardly ever seen you, not unless I get out there and, and uh, where you was riding your bicycle, you was going, you didn't go very far, you know, but uh, I like to check on you to see where you go. So you was two well-behaved uh, uh, children. Thank you. We were kind of like Mary Helen and Linda. Yes, you remind me of them, too. You sure did. We used to skate on the sidewalk, too. Our skates had, I had two kinds of skates. I had one kind of skates for outside, those metal wheels, and then I had another kind of skates to wear to the skate in. Yeah, you did. You loved to skate, and I loved to watch you. I'd go to the skate in with you every time I was off or when they had it and just sit there and watch you skate. Mom, I tell you, you did so much for me and my sisters growing up, and Daddy did too, you all really let us do anything. I mean, you let us play sports, ride bikes. You let me have a paper route. Um, you know, I worked as a DJ. You guys were so supportive of everything that we did. And you worked as a lifeguard too. That's right. That's right. Uh, and, you know, Rhonda's parents, uh, Bob and Jerry Darter, they were so good to us. And, you know, Libby and I would be out in the yard a lot playing, and, and they were just so good to Libby and me. Yes, they were. We were just, uh, they those were the nicest people on that street that we lived on. And we would just seem like one big happy family. Rhonda's daddy called me Billy Willie, and I always called him Bobbly Wobbly. Yeah, I remember those names y'all had. He also used to, uh, he, he used to uh, chew tobacco and dip skull. And he told me it was as good as cake and ice cream. Oh, yeah. that's He's always talking to you kids and, and kidding around with you and everything. He was just a very pleasant to, man to be around. I tell you something else. He um, he still does his woodworking. You remember all those dulcimer uh, uh, instruments he would make by hand? Oh, yes. I remember all that. That's his, his best har- hobby. He still carves things. uh instruments and figures and animals and things like that out of wood. Yes, he does. He's He does a real good job, too. He's absolutely probably 
the best woodcarver I've ever seen in my life. Yes, he was really good at that. He he really did some uh, wonderful work. Do you know, um, Rhonda, I talked to her from time to time on the phone and on Facebook, and she told me that um, her parents still live there. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. And, you know, I just happened to be in that area one day, and I drove down that street. Their house is so beautiful. They always kept it up when we lived beside of them, but it looks, I mean, it just looks like like it's been frozen in time. It looks just as beautiful now as it did then. Well, that those houses it was nice. You know, when we lived there, everyone kept their their homes up in their yards, and I really enjoyed living there. Me too, and, um, you know, their yard, I looked at Rhonda's uh, parents' yard, and it was so beautiful. It looked like somebody had trimmed it with scissors. It was perfect. Yes, it was. They do a wonderful job on their yard when they do it. I'd like to see her parents one day. I would too, and I'd love to see Rhonda. Me too. I'm going to get Rhonda next time she's in Kingsport to come over and and, uh, see us when all this COVID-19 is over. Every time you think about, you know, doing something fun, the next thing is you have to think about, oh, we're still social distancing. I know it. Even my family can't come to see me. I, I'm just so bored and uh, about that and unhappy. And Chad's birthday is uh, Saturday, and we can't have a party. They've been several birthdays past, and no party. No one can come here. We can't get out. And it's just really sad. Well, thinking about parties, you know, uh, I remember Rhonda and I, we were at each other's birthday party every year. And, you know, you can't blow the candles out anymore. You're just going to have to cut a piece of cake, put it in the person's plate, put their candles on their own piece and let them blow on them. Because I don't think anybody wants anybody blowing on the cake anymore. I know it. You can't hardly go around anyone. I mean, you know, they tell you this and tell you that and... Well, it's really good, though, to keep safe. But, you know, can you believe people like Ben and Kendall, they're going to grow up not blowing candles off their cake anymore. It's going to be off of their piece of cake, which is still okay. But nothing like what I knew growing up, uh, you know, blowing your candles out on your cake. Oh, I know it. I've been looking at the pictures uh, on my iPad and my phone and and all those birthdays and things that we had and the children had those big cakes and blowed their candles out and the parties. It just made me so sad to think that we can't have anything anymore. You know, I love the fact that you have an iPad, an iPhone. You're a little texter. You'd rather text than talk on the phone. Yes, I do. I love to text. Uh, I don't talk on the phone very much, uh, not unless someone calls me. I just, uh, the kids say I do more texting than by they ever seen. And except when we're at work and you're talking to the patients. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. I don't text at, at the office. Well, you text, but you talk to your patients. Oh, yeah, I talk to my patients. You and I have so much fun. I can't wait till we both get to get back in there and see our patients. I can't either. I just, I'm so tired of being in the house and can't get out and go anywhere. And and when you're out of something, you can't find it. And it's just... It's just a bad situation. Well, hopefully it's going to get better soon. I really hope so. And, um, you know, getting back with Rhonda, I was just thinking about how we had this hiding place uh, behind the store where we go to the store and get candy. 
and we'd buy a bunch of candy, and we hid it under this rock. Oh, my goodness, I didn't know that. I'd never do that today. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. I'd, there's a lot of things that uh, you children did back then that uh, that you wouldn't do now. I know. It just seemed like times were a lot uh, more sweeter and more fun and just natural. There wasn't all this craziness going on. Well, it sure is a crazy place to live now. I mean, you just don't know what to do. I even liked the music better back then. Yeah, I love that, and I love to go to concerts and and uh, bands and stuff like that. And now we don't have nothing, Harley, to to go to, no entertainment or anything. Well, that's true. Well, I just want to tell you um, how much I appreciate you spending time with me uh, reflecting on my childhood with Rhonda. It just, Rhonda was, uh, she's just somebody that will always be uh, another fossil print in my childhood, like Mary Helen. Oh, yes. Yeah. She, she just seemed like uh, one of my kids. I mean, I, she was at my house so much that, you know, I just, when she was there, I would uh, just treat her like my children because she was a sweet person. And, you know, she loves you a lot and me too. And her parents treated me exactly the same. And they treated Libby the same. Yes, they did. They uh, They treated my kids as good as I did theirs. Well, Mom, thank you again. And did you um, eat that big lunch I cooked for you? We had. Oh, yeah, we had lasagna, and it was so good. And we had. Uh, what kind of bread was it? Uh, it was French bread. Yeah, French bread. And you. And, uh-huh. Yeah, I ate a huge plate full of it. Oh, it was so good. And then after a while, I'll have a piece of, uh, of lemon cake that you brought me and lemonade. So. Uh, I'm I'm so thankful that I have something good to eat to be stuck in this house. Yeah, that makes it better, and that was some really good comfort food. I hadn't made lasagna in a long time, and I've been making that since I was about 17 years old. I don't like it unless it's homemade that way. I just don't like, you know, frozen lasagna. It's got to be homemade or I won't eat it. That's right. I I do not eat nothing, no lasagna except yours. I really don't even like lasagna at restaurants. I like it homemade. I do, too. That's exactly the way I like it. And I can't wait till I get some more potato soup. Well, you'll be getting some this coming week, and I've got all the ingredients to make it. And speaking of it, I was talking to Marsha, my cousin, uh, on the phone yesterday, and we were talking about cooking, and she's a real good cook. And um, I told her how to make how I make the potato soup that I make. It's called... I call it loaded baked potato soup, and she uh, said she was going to make it last night. Well, I'm glad you told her how to make it, because those kids of hers, will they'll really enjoy that soup. She's got sweet kids, and they're not picky eaters, and they love about everything Marsha cooks for them. Boy, she, they do. They just, Marsha's a sweet, sweet girl, and I love her so much. Yes, she is, and... um I want to tell you something funny. When Jesse came over at lunchtime to pick up the lasagna to bring to you, uh, to pick, I made two large pans. And uh, Ben looked at me, her son, and he said, "He said, hey, Bill, where's my lemonade? <laughs> oh, he's just two years old, and he's so sweet. And every meal, just about, he'll say, I need my lemonade. I know, and so I let him watch me make it, and I was rolling the lemon on the table to get it juicy before I cut it in half, and then I was squeezing it, and I was really just 
kidding with him. I was making it very dramatic. I was, when I'd squeeze the lemon, I'd throw it over my shoulder into the sink, and he thought that was fascinating. (laughs) Yeah, and when he sees me drinking a a bottle of it, he'll say, that's mine, that's mine. He thinks it's all his. Yeah, he's a cutie. Yeah. But that just tickled me. He said, hey, Bill, where's my lemonade? Yeah, that's what he does. He, He asked every day for that lemonade. I said, well, let's make some right now. You want to help me? So we did. Oh, that he's so such a sweet boy. Well, I hope you have a great evening, and um, I'm going to um, let you quit talking because I know that uh, you've got some other things that you want to get to, but I want to tell you how much I appreciate this time with you and helping me reflect on Rhonda today, and I love you, Mom. I love you, Billy, and thanks for spending time with me, and I will see you or talk to you later, and bye for now. Bye for now.